for me boxing it's it's far from being a violent sport for me boxing is is pure love Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Fighters in the Making, the show in which we talk to ordinary people who've made the extraordinary decision to be involved in boxing, Muay Thai, MMA or any other martial arts because anybody willing to be punched in the face must be a bit special. Today I'm delighted to welcome to the studio Vinit Sirimanotan. Vinit has been training in boxing for about five years and boxes in the heavyweight category. With five exhibit fights under his belt, he'll be attempting to put another compelling performance at the upcoming Pritiv Boxing Club Sparring Night on 15 July. Vinit has both the heaviest hands and the biggest smile I know in the gym, and so I'm delighted to have him as a guest today. Welcome to the show, Vinit. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, well, bit of a special episode today. We're in a very nice location. Indeed, yeah. Hopefully, very nice sound for our listeners. So I'm very happy to have you as a guest. How are you feeling? Uh, we're only we're recording this uh, uh, less than five days from uh, your fight. How are you doing? How's the how's the weight? How's the cardio? How are, how are you doing? So first of all, for the weight, uh, as I say, I'm heavyweight, so I don't really need to to prepare to prepare, cut <laughs> to cut or so. This fight, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with that. Other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit scared. I'm a bit scared because uh, I saw my opponent, and he's a big guy. He's a, I'm, a, I'm a big guy too, but okay, yeah, still, like I saw, I saw some videos of him. Doing is is he from the from Pritiv's club or is he from uh, another gym? Uh, he's from Pritiv. He's oh, from okay, Pritiv. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so so the stakes are real. So yeah, so it's funny because in one hand I'm scared because I saw him. I'm, oh, he's kind of very uh, big guy. But in the other hand, I'm I'm quite confident. I I know I've been boxing for a few a few years now, and yeah. I know I can have some good show. And uh, last week you had a, a pretty good uh, three rounders with uh, with Tony, another heavyweight in in the team. Uh, compelling, compelling. Uh, I think you, as I said uh, in the intro, I think you have uh, heavy hands, uh, but uh, you know how to use them. And uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm, I'm very excited. I hope I hope I can attend your fight. So uh, I'm, I'm really excited to to see uh, what's going to happen. But do you have a? Were you able to find a bit of video on your opponent and to see a bit his style? Like, is it something that you incorporated into preparing for the fight, or you're just focusing on doing your own thing, just working on your basics, working on your cardio? Uh, first, I was first curious about who is my opponent, so I just look up on Instagram or on Google, like type his name, and I found his Instagram, and he posted some some short video of him doing some pad work. So, um, so yeah, that's but this is only short video, so I cannot make a, a clear understanding of his boxing style. Or so, do you know if he has like? Um How many fights he has under his I, belt? I don't no, know. Huh? I don't know. Uh, he might be more scared, <laughs> more scared of you than you are of him. Huh? Uh, who knows? Who knows? But uh, he looks taller than me and okay. maybe heavier. Yeah, also. Okay. So, but um, 
I'm I'm used to it. I'm I'm heavy. I'm not that tall, so most of my opponents they were only always like taller than me, and so I'm used to it. You're used to close the distance and fight yeah. a bit on the inside. Yeah, that's that's why my style is like this: always moving forward, trying to close the distance, mm. because I always like I'm always against taller opponent than me, so I had no choice. Mm. Okay, so I've trained with you a fair bit. You're a genuinely nice guy, so I'm very happy to have you here because you're both passionate about boxing, and you're very happy to share your uh, own experience. Mm -hmm. So you actually helped me a lot when I was training to show me a little bit how to improve my inside fighting. So I really, wow. <laughs> I thank you a lot for that. But I assume this is something that you have been working a lot on, as you said, because you're a bit of a, a shorter uh, opponent. You know, how, how do you train particularly in the gym for that particular aspect of the game? Because it's quite specific. I think I really focus on my defense. Because uh, I cannot, from total opponent, I cannot keep the distance. And so I need to get at as less as possible punches. So keep my guards up, try to try to be, to try to absorb as much as possible. Mm. And so I don't, I don't know, by, by the years, I just developed that, that kind of style of always moving forward, like hands up and try to take less damage as possible. And then as soon as I get close to my opponent, and yeah, that's what, that's mm. where the, when the magic happens. <laughs> <laughs> you have a really interesting guard. You're protecting yourself in a very dynamic way and using your elbows and your forearms in a way that I think, I haven't seen a lot of guys in the gym do what you do. So it really inspired me like to try to improve my, my defense actually. So. Oh, I'll you. take this offline. I appreciate that. <laughs> but um, yeah, you have you have a really really interesting, uh, uh, efficient way of using your forearms and just uh, being able to block uh, in, in a proper way. But so, Thank you. you've been doing boxing for five years. Uh, where does this all comes from? Like, oh. how did you get started? Uh, so I started like almost about five years ago. Uh, I think I was 20, 20 something. I started thanks to my older brother. Okay. Uh, he's been doing martial arts since uh, pretty young. He started with uh, Taekwondo. Okay. And then uh, he kept up with boxing. And even until today, he's still doing some, some boxing. And uh, I, re I remember it was the first time I tried boxing at his gym, he invited me. And yeah, I like it. And I, I keep going training, train, train boxing with him. Mostly outside, just uh, you and uh, me and, and him. Uh, I still have video of me like doing my first training. My technique was terrible. I was getting beat up during sparring, but at the end of the day, I didn't care because I mostly I enjoy spending time with my brother. Mm. That's I really cherish this uh, this moment with him. And is it at all related to you know a lot of brotherly uh, thing that when you were younger you were fighting together or? Not at all. Not at all, because he's way older than me. Okay. I have like uh, almost 15 years uh, age gap. Okay, okay. So, of course, I can't... Uh, so, I it's couldn't. not like, you know, you were just fighting all together no. and one day is like, okay, we put gloves on. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. So, that's why I kept interested uh, into boxing is because I really enjoy spending time with him. And then, uh, yeah, almost for a year, we kept up like this, like just casual training. I was interested into boxing, but not, not at a point that, okay, I'm willing to uh, sign up into a boxing club. 
Uh, it was just to yeah, I enjoy boxing, spending time with my brother, also my cousin, mm. and that's why. Did you do any other martial arts when you were a kid? Like you know, I, I did judo when I was a kid. My my mom didn't want me to do karate. I wanted to do karate because it looked really cool. Yeah, I I did judo, but it was very, very for a few months. I didn't okay. really like it. Okay. Um, no no martial arts. Just okay. do basketball in high school and uh, just go to the gym that's it it seems like uh, you were saying you enjoy spending time with your with your brother and then what switched is like is it is it the the feeling of being in control uh, being able to release a bit of aggression like what mm. what made you think like actually okay it's i probably should sign up for this now Um, it, I think it was during my third year at university. I I was really really fat. I wasn't happy with my my shape. I wasn't I wasn't confident. So and I wasn't motivated anymore to go to the gym. And I I was like, oh, what should I do? Uh, and then I some friend and even my brother told me, oh, I should do you should do boxing. Like try like um, a boxing club. And luckily they. Where I was living, they had a boxing club, a very old school boxing club. Where was that? Like in the suburbs of Paris. Okay. And so this gym is a very old school gym. Like the three head coach, they are three brothers, <sighs> and they're all ex-boxers. And wow. so I remember I went there for a trial class. It was a two hours training every night. Oh wow! So from seven to nine, and I remember that day, after the training, I was exhausted. I was wow. This is exactly what I need to lose weight. <laughs> so the next day, I just like okay, here I wanna I wanna train here, and then I think within three months I lost like 10 kg, and I was so like so happy. I felt much better, and then it was not only about losing weight. I started to really enjoy boxing. I started to be like enjoy sparring, um, and starting to feel like oh yeah, I'm kind of quite good at at these sports actually. Mm. No, but I can relate. I I think I already mentioned that that uh, the story on the podcast before, but that's how I ended up being dragged back in boxing. I I tried a little bit at university. Uh, I wasn't good. I I couldn't keep up with the warm up. By the time the warm up was done, like I was seeing stars, and it, I remember I probably puked one time <laughs> just because of the burpees and stuff. For mm. it was terrible. I couldn't really keep up. Yeah. But be after lockdown and after my son was born, I was I had gained weight. <laughs> He did. <laughs> Initially, I contacted uh, a Christian who who leads uh, elite coach uh, for for private training. Initially, and then you get drawn into it, man. It just yeah. you start to see the results so fast because boxing is just so complete in terms of uh, as you said in terms of, of exercise mm -hmm. that uh, yeah you get drawn into it and then you start on the side note you're learning something that you can really enjoy and, and, and feel like you're controlling your body in a way that is exactly, really, uh, exactly yeah. really cool so fast forward you start training with those guys you're training two hours a night for X amount of time and then you're like okay I'm really enjoying this At that point, did you already, like, did you remember your first fight? Did you start to do an uh, exhibition fight at that no, point? No, no, not at that point. I I wasn't feeling that I was ready to fight because mm -hmm. uh, in that in that gym, uh, it was really a fighter gym. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about, it wasn't like 
fitness boxing mm. and all my op- all the fighters there they were better than me i was really one of the <laughs> I, i wasn't i wasn't that good at that mm. time so I, i didn't feel like oh i'm ready to fight i'm ready i'm ready to step up in the ring mm. uh but in the other hand it's cool because i learn a lot because you have from my point of view you improve a lot when you spar against better opponent than you yeah and i really enjoy that like learning every every session every sparring i was improving i remember every saturday it was two hours sparring non-stop like for two hours it was sparring sparring wow. yeah it's my heart it was very hard but so you do what you do you do two hours of like three minute rounds over and over and over again or yeah, how does it work and if you tired you just uh, wait wait on the side okay and i was I was also scared to 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 step up into the ring because during the training on the side of the of the gym you have the two ri- two rings and on those two rings uh the, the actual fighters train there mm-hmm. so you can see them when while you're training mm-hmm. and you can feel that there is a huge gap still a huge gap so I think I waited um, I think three years before started to to thinking of competing okay i first competed in in taiwan okay yeah after after three years yeah something like this okay so you were in taiwan at that point and so that's where you started to well so we mentioned this earlier but uh, uh off mic but so you're in the heavyweight category and we live here in singapore we're training in singapore So for you, one of the issue, and we see it in the gym, is to find opponents who are in the same yeah. weight class so that you have enough mm. people and to, to work with. So how was it uh, in Taiwan at that particular point? And is it a bit easier now in, in Singapore? Do you have a, f- a f- few more people you can work with? Uh, I think it's kind of similar. Like There's not very a lot of heavyweights, in, I would say, either in Taiwan or Singapore. Um, So, so so yeah like i need to adapt i need mm. to i need to adapt to with my with my with my partner i don't of course there's a the the more the the way different it is the the lighter the, you have to go yeah the lighter i have to go so, so i need to adapt and i need to to change my style even though it's not At the, from the beginning. So when you say change your style, I know about you going lighter because truth be told, uh, I did receive a nice liver punch from you <laughs> last Saturday that floored me for a good 30 seconds. Um, but So that's for the lighter side of things. But in terms of switching your style, um, what do you mean by that? Um, do you mean that because you have opponents who are smaller, you have to uh, be more mobile, like, what what needs to be changed i mean obviously you want to be a bit lighter in terms of how you you're punching but aside from that what what needs to change um i think at my level it's hard for me to distinguish between speed and power mm. and so because i'm i don't I'm, maybe i don't have enough experience yet so i feel like i'm i don't have speed speed enough i cannot use my speed because if i use my speed I feel like I'm using my power mm. and I don't want to use my power against someone like this way light, lighter than me. Yeah. Makes sense. So and and also like most of the uh, most of the guy at the gym they they way lighter than me, they way faster. That's like, true. Yeah, they I mean, that's that's one of the 
uh, I think that's also probably why the 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 welterweight division was you know the Pacquiao and 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 so on was so popular is because uh, obviously you can you can see the the speed of the the, mm. the fight and I remember clearly like ten years ago people were saying oh the heavyweight division is dead there is nothing interesting in heavyweight now we start to see a big resurgence everybody's talking about Usyk Wilder yeah. uh, Fury all those guys have really kind of rekindled the interest for heavyweight that kind of died after the the nineties mm. so. Uh, it's really two different styles of boxing. In that respect, I understand what you mean. It's really, uh, obviously, the lighter guys is very flashy. You can have, you know, multiple combos. Whereas when I see your way of approaching it is tends to be well-timed, one-two, yeah. three-punch combination at most. And I'm not a hopefully type that's of enough. fighter doing like a super combo combination. I'm more into like clean shot, uh, one or two maybe three max three 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 punch combo mm. and yeah that's that's why when i say i need to adapt this is some the one of the reason yeah no i understand i understand better now so yeah in terms of um, values i mean i'm always interested in uh, asking the guests a little bit about how they feel that uh boxing or martial arts in general are a bit different from other sports in their opinion because uh, my hypothesis has been that there's something inherently different uh, in in martial arts and learning basically to to work with your aggression and, and uh, that there are a lot of stuff that you are learning about yourself in the process so is there something throughout your your training uh, over time that you've learned in the gym that goes beyond just you know just boxing i think uh, boxing taught me to be humble first because you always find better opponent than you mm. so never underestimate your your opponent uh, that's that's something that boxing have taught me a lot mm. and also when i think about boxing for me boxing it's it's far from being a violent sport for me boxing is is pure love when I'm saying that, is I mean that uh, you should see the smile on his, fa on his no, face when he says that. Seriously, I I love boxing because I I meet I met a lot of people in my life through boxing. Mm. Uh, I love sharing it with my friends or with beginners. I, I love sharing it, and even if I'm not the best, I really enjoy giving my some some tips or advice and meeting. When I was in France or in Taiwan, I was. Uh, sparring with some complete stranger and at the end of the sparring we just hug each other and yeah that's that's pure love and I don't think like boxing is a uh, violent sport like mm. seriously but yeah I understand what you mean in in that in the sense that um, in many other sports you have to compete with a goal uh, but ultimately, you have to restrain yourself. Obviously, you can't... If you're playing football, you're not supposed to kick the guy. Mm. Uh, you're supposed to kick the ball. Um, and I understand that sometimes uh, those sports are also putting a sort of ceiling in terms of how far you can 
put the competition because you're, you're restrained by the rules of the of the sport, which usually are sort of nonviolent. But I find that, as you said, there is something to be said about uh, the fact that in boxing you can really go for it, and there is nothing left. When when in boxing they say you leave it all in the ring, yeah, I think it's very true in yeah. the sense that what you have to prove once you've been in the ring with somebody. Uh, you know, there is not much like you know who's done better, and yeah. that's about it. Then you can move forward. And just yeah, exactly. Be that's crazy. Like during three rounds of three minutes, you just want to kill your opponent, but at the end, when the when the bell ring, you just naturally just hug your opponent. I mean, I naturally want to hug my opponent because <laughs> <laughs> you're a nice guy. <laughs> Are you more the type of person who is? competing against others when you're in the ring like are you competing against your opponent or are you competing against yourself when you're in the ring mm. I think I would say both okay. because uh, the first fight is in, in, in your mind I think uh, when I'm fighting I keep talking to myself mm. I'm inspiring I'm talking to myself I'm saying to myself okay he, he touched me but it's okay uh Move, keep moving forward. Mm. Uh, I imagine that I'm a tank, I'm a sentinel, and I keep I keep repeating this to myself. You're a tank. Keep moving. Mm. Nothing can hurt you. Okay. And and then yeah, I'm thinking of my opponent. See see his reaction after every punches. Try to see if I'm if I'm winning the mindset fight first. Mm. And wh okay, can you? Elaborate a bit on what you mean by winning the mindset fight. Uh, I think it's very interesting. I think this is something you can read through your opponent eyes. I after after you land some shots, you can see through his eyes. Like, did I hurt you? Yes or no? And of course, if he's good at doing a poker face, it's going to be harder. But you tend to feel it. You feel it once you inside the ring with your, with your opponent, because once you're fighting. You don't you don't hear the public shouting. You only hear hear your opponent, your corner, and that's it. That's crazy how your brain can filter everything. Mm. Yeah, and particularly again, you guys being heavyweights, like man, when you touch each other, it <laughs> it it punches heavy, man. I yeah. I there's a really really big noise difference between you, when you're sparring and when I'm sparring. But uh, yeah, that's that's. I think that's something. Uh, that's one of the reasons, actually, I was interested in in pushing myself to go in the ring, exactly for the reason that you mentioned, which is that uh, once you're in there, there is really not a lot of things that matter anymore, mm -hmm. and it's really you against one opponent, your skills and your heart versus his skills and his heart. Uh, the way I looked at it so far is um, I found it was kind of very scary to me to think about my opponent. Mm. Um, I realized in the process of preparing for my, my fight, initially I thought I looked more at my opponent as a mirror of my weaknesses. So when I'm getting punched, it's like uh, it's not so much that he's punching me is... Uh, I've let him punch me through gaps in my defense, through gaps in my mm. game. So uh, 
honestly, the thing when preparing for the, the first fight I did at the, the Legends uh, sparring earlier this year, the hardest part for me was the mental part. Mm. I, you know, there were several training sessions where I really lost it from, uh, lost my composure, like really yeah. went out of the ring, like shouting and and really was the, the uh, and once I sort of decided that it was more me versus me, it was a bit easier, mm. like to walk into the ring and to look at the opponent, not as a, uh, a guy who's there to kill you, but a guy who's there to teach you your weakness and show you your, your weaker points. So to me, that was helpful. I think the inner fight is very important like to, to, to control your emotion. I think that's, for me, during aspiring, that's the most important thing. Mm. Control your emotion, because if you, if you let your emotion be, like, uh, push you, you're gonna not be clean anymore. You know? Yeah. So, what would be the, for, for people who may not be familiar with, with this, what would you say are the key downfalls of kind of being pushed by your emotions when you're when you're in the ring? Uh, I think first when when you get hit, it's okay. Uh, you, it it doesn't hurt that much actually. Mm. You just you just scared, mm. and you're just thinking you're just overthinking about it, and just because you're overthinking about it, you you tend to do like. You're not clean anymore, and you just throw punches because you just want to throw. And so, yeah, don't be scared of getting punched. Be be confident about your defense, and because your opponent is also scared. Mm. Yeah, that's something we tend to forget. Like your opponent is also scared, as as much as scared as you. Mm. So this is something I'm trying to to tell myself every time. And how about power? Because that's also something that... Um, so I noticed that if I am responding to a guy who's hitting heavy, I'm going to also try to hit heavy. And part of my emotions is you have to hit that guy hard so that he respects you, so that he respects your distance, that he respects your power so that you know, you're know you safer. But on the other hand... If you follow too much that logic, you yeah. empty your tank so yeah. quickly. And it's really, um, for people who are, might not be familiar with this, going 20% harder for 20 seconds is uh, really much harder than mm. going uh, for another minute at the same pace. It's yeah. like the increase in power is exponentially draining on your energy level I it think. is it is it is it's super hard for that there's no solution just work on the conditioning i would say mm. and yeah the, the harder you punch like you get cast out super easily but so for you particularly like uh, obviously power is going to be your main one of the main tool you work with so how do you adjust because obviously you don't want to go a hundred percent power all the time. You want to make sure that you pick and choose your moments. So, how did you sort of learn to adapt? When is the good time to accelerate? When is the good time to just, uh, you know, uh, throw, but you know, not with the intention of KO the guy. Just throw a few punches to manage your distance, to set up something. 
how, how did you work with that? Because obviously for heavier uh, boxers, is, I feel like it's probably more difficult. Um, I think I'll, I'll try to add that with my opponent. If I'll, I will try to to impose my own rhythm or maybe if, if, he, if he puts more volume, I'll try to defend more. And as soon as I see an a win, open window, I'll try to go for it. And so, for example, from for my next fight, my game plan, um, I think I will, for the first round I will try to absorb as much as possible. See to for feel the first round. For the first round, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to gas out because this is my problem. I gas out super fast. Mm. So for during the, f- the first round, I'll try to absorb as much as possible, trying to keep moving forward and feel his power, and then assess it and makes my brain understand that that's okay. He punched hard, but I can take it. Mm. And then okay. the second round, I start to put some more volume and show him that, yeah, I can punch hard too. Okay. And, so that, and that's, that's, that's how I would keep my, my energy, I think, yeah. yeah. I, I can absolutely relate because uh, I felt like also for me the, the key issue was to... Actually, it was more my legs were mm. really killing me before anything else. And so making sure that you're able to maintain the the pace that you want without being drawn in the mm. open water and start drowning is, is, is very scary. That was the scariest thing of training was this idea that because we experience this when we do shark cage training mm. by which you have an infinite number of very fresh opponents coming to you. This is crazy, yeah. And this is where you really have like the... This this metaphor of drowning comes often in, in the boxing and, and fighting language, but I think it's a pretty accurate description when things are just coming in waves to you and you just don't have the energy to fight back anymore. It's, it's kind of really, uh, really worrisome. So you're 26. Mm-hmm. So compared to me, you're pretty young, <laughs> uh, but you're you're in a good age in the sport in general. Um, so I'm just wondering, like, what are your goals generally in terms of boxing? Do you want to uh, continue training, do this type of exhibit fights? Are you interested in maybe doing some some amateur, like amateur sanctioned fights? Do you have any uh, like what's your what's your ambition in this regard? What what's the goal? My goal is to to keep as doing as much exhibition fight I can, and maybe one amateur fight as well. Uh, I know there's a lot of room for improvement. Uh, my my condition, a lot of room for improvement. So I'm 26, but I feel like yeah, I, there's so much, so much to, uh, yet to to learn, to learn, to learn, and I keep doing. But I don't think I'll I'll keep competing at a certain age mm. I mean for your brain or yeah, yeah no. I don't want to regret it when I'm I will be 60 I don't. and it's true that again every shot you take is uh, E equals MC squared uh, <laughs> you guys are punching with a much bigger M yeah. than uh, we are so it's a higher level of energy at the end of the day and also, also considering like losing weight to not fight into heavyweight category <sighs> because it's, it's too hard. Like it hurt, it really hurt. No, it makes sense and uh, uh, totally understand. And you were, 
would you envision yourself? So I understand that you're you're liking Singapore. You've been here for about a year. Uh, you could see yourself to stay longer. So maybe you can help to develop a bit the the heavier divisions uh, around here. I'd love to. I'd love to. You know, every time I see a big guy in a gym, even even if he's not doing boxing. I want to talk to him and say, "Oh, you want to do boxing? <laughs> I, you could be a good sparring partner." Or a am I wrong in saying that? I think I saw you repost a meme on on Instagram yesterday. Oh, yeah. The guy running to the gym. That when you s when when the coach tell says that there is somebody with your weight at the gym. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Ready to spar. Uh, Even when I'm walking to in in the street, I see a big guy. I say, "Oh, that could be a good sparring sparring partner." Uh, but. Yeah. When I initially arrived in Singapore, actually, I was, um, so that was about 10 years ago. I was still, I was very surprised of the fitness level of, of most of the guys here. Like it, it was very obvious that most of the guys go to the gym. Like mm. if you take the subway, if you take the MRT, it's like so many guys are like pretty yeah. like in shape. Yeah, in shape uh, yeah. I was, I was quite surprised about that. So uh, obviously for for heavyweight category is not just about lifting weight at some point mm. uh, you need to also have the build for it but uh, generally uh, i just want to say for the record that in singapore people are pretty pretty darn fit yeah is there anything that you've learned about yourself through boxing that you didn't know before mm. um yeah there's some some part of thing that I can relate in my in my life and boxing like to be consistent uh, hard work like uh, if something scare you in life or in boxing that means that this is something important and it's something that yeah that excites you uh, for example uh, moving to Singapore is uh, I was kind of scared because I don't I'm, before moving here I don't know the, I didn't know the country that much and so I just went for it and see how it goes and I think that the same thing with boxing it's scary but you just go for it because you know that it's kind of excited mm. and exciting I, I, that's very true I can uh, I can relate uh, as well and I think uh, yeah in life I everything that scares me I think I've, at the end of the day I, I find it like yeah, it's exciting and I'm proud and I'm and I'm proud to to choose to to go for that way okay yeah. I like to ask my, my guests a little bit about their inspiration and who uh, are the, the, the people that they look up to. Mm, in terms of boxer, uh, I would say I'm really a big fan of Mlomashenko. Oh. Like uh, the way he's moving, the way he's tied, he's taunting his opponent. I think it's like the way he's, wow, I'm very impressed. What, what did you think about the last fight then? Uh, I think he didn't push enough. didn't didn't he didn't push enough. He could have won the fight if he started to really fight uh, during the first rounds. Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, it was it was really uh, people seem very divided on the outcome. Some people say he clearly won. It seemed like he was quite disheartened, but he behaved as a champion. In in any case, win or lose. He took it on the chin, and uh, uh, for sure, he's he's extremely uh, uh, inspiring in that regard. I also like Javante Davis. Mm, I feel like he's very complete. Uh, he's very very complete. He, he has power, speed, 
uh, Fight IQ. I really like watching his fight. Yeah. Uh, so you, I assume you are not surprised uh, on the result against Garcia. No. Did did you were you expecting him to win this way or like did you have like your because a lot of people had made their own uh, 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 provisions of what would happen. Did you know him enough that you thought, yeah, seventh round, limber shot, that's what's going to happen? Mm, I think I didn't know how he was going to win, but for sure he... But for you, it yeah. wasn't going to be a decision. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. And in the, in the, you're more of a, a Fury fan or a Wilder fan or Uzik fan or... Uh, in terms of heavyweight uh, fighters? Heavy, heavyweight guys. I... I, I like uh, Carlos Takam. I don't know if you. I don't know this this fighter. Yeah, he's a heavyweight fighter, French heavy heavyweight fighter. He fought against um, Anthony Joshua. Ah, okay, yeah. And I also went to his gym in France. I saw his head coach and like pretty old school gym as well. And I like him because he's a uh, he's not a tall heavyweight. He's pretty short, mm. and he's fighting against like taller opponent. And I I take my style a lot from him. Like okay. the way he's moving forward and try to keep the, this, his guard up, I look up to him, to, to his style. Mm, nice. And uh, how would you l like to inspire others? And I know you like to, to share your love for boxing. So what do you hope to share in terms of inspiration for others? If, if they had to pick one thing about you, you what would you like it to be? Mm, yeah, like the consistency. Don't don't be scared to 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 push yourself. Uh, try try to do some more more sparring because uh, a lot of people they just do like the, uh, like boxing drills. But in order to really improve, I think sparring is is it's important. Mm. And most of people they scared of getting hurt, uh, yeah. so they don't they don't want to do sparring. Mm. But actually, sparring is not that violent you can go lighter and this is when you have you can put in, into practice practice uh, mm -hmm. what you learn yeah and um to add to what you're saying i was absolutely in that camp uh actually if it wasn't for christian uh the the uh, coach of uh, at the uh, elite coach i wouldn't have been i wouldn't even have tried because Uh, you know, I felt very helpless. Like initially, you know, I was closing my eyes when the mm. when the punches were coming, and it's not like I wanted to close my eyes; it's just reflex, right? And yeah. initially, you have that reflex. You just close your eyes, and you're like, ah. just keeping your darn eyes open is like is a challenge, uh, and you're terrified. You have no idea what's going on, and I. <laughs> But I do understand that some people they just want to do uh, like to keep it, just keep be in shape. Mm. And they don't really tend to, to fight or, but even if you just want to keep in shape, I think sparring is still like something you should go for it. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And not only is is gonna make you, uh, first of all, you're gonna move much more. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I am never as tired as after a actual sparring session because. You're, you can't you can't pace yourself the, yourself the mm. same way you can't cheat once you're in there you can't really cheat and that's yeah. that's I think that's the beauty of it is 
you start to see really what is your level at that given moment. So yeah. in that level, in, in that respect, I think is a really good um, exercise regardless. So we're coming to the end of the, the show. What, what, what else in your, is in your agenda? There is a legend fight next month, the 12th of August. Okay. And uh, I'm really excited about this, about this event, about legend fight. I've, I've been to the last, uh, last event. I was Those are great, great, fights, great, man. great event. Like a lot of, a lot of people are like, coming to watch. It seems like every uh, iteration that they're doing is getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, it's I... bigger. And okay, I just went to the last one and I was really impressed by the atmosphere, like the, every team just like, shouting, like, wow. And, and they have a massive ring. It's yeah. a proper ring that is elevated. It's for people who are in Singapore who thought they may be interested in, in seeing what uh, really good caliber uh, amateur exhibition fight can look like. I mean, exhibition fight can look like. Uh, go. It's yeah. I think it's ten or twelve dollar to to attend. It's a lot of fun. It's in Tampines, it but it's it's uh, it's worth the 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 little trip. And it's definitely uh, uh, I'm I'm looking forward. I hope I can also participate to that one. But that would uh, be great. Yeah, it, it'll be pretty fun. Yeah. Well, with that, thank you so much for having com- come to the studio, Vinit. Thank you so much. All the best you. for the fight on Saturday. And uh, with that. Uh, see you soon see you in training and uh, all the best man thank you see you thank you for inviting me again no problem thanks you've been listening to Fighters in the Making if you've enjoyed this episode and want to help the show you can share us with your friend or give us a tag you can find the show on Instagram at fighters in the making you can also help us by giving us a review on itunes or following the show on spotify finally you can find all our episodes on our website www.fightersinthemaking.com we'll see you next time for another episode and until then train hard stay healthy and enjoy the journey